Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. Over the last couple of months, I've been aiming to share with you some practical advice on what it looks like to begin to make peace with food and your body and really step into food freedom, the space I like to call your beautiful balance, where eating and living feels easy, stress-free, at least most of the time, and you can nourish yourself and your family well without rules or control, like I shared in the last episode, self-care versus self-control. And what this all comes down to is uncomplicating eating. Because if there's one thing I've learned working in the nutrition field for the better part of a decade, it's that eating has become way too complicated. We're constantly berated with nutrition and health advice in the media from so-called experts, everything from doctors, many of which have had little to no actual nutrition education, to biased researchers, dietitians that are paid by food companies, sensationalized news reports, false claims, and even our family and friends. But this isn't to say there isn't legitimate research out there, because there is. There's a lot of legitimate research out there. But it's so hard to know what's true and what's not. And more importantly, what is actually going to benefit us in the long run? Because what's happened with the rise of information overload is that instead of becoming more informed, we've become more and more overwhelmed. The confusion runs deep as to what we should eat, how we should fuel our bodies, if what we're doing is right or wrong, if we're killing ourselves by eating meat or we're destroying our guts by eating grains, if we should be eating all day long or only once a day, if we should even listen to our bodies because apparently our bodies don't know what to do on their own so we need to rely on computers and calculators calculators and apps to tell us what, when, and how much food to eat. But if we take a step back and a really deep breath, we see that the nuances don't matter as much as the big picture. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, 
improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. How we think about food matters so much more than the actual food on our plate. Our bodies have immense wisdom. If we only allowed ourselves to silence the noise of the outside world and pay attention to our inner wisdom. Food was never meant to be so confusing. Our great-great-grandparents were not this confused about food. Eating doesn't have to be so complicated. So how then do we begin to take the stress out of the eating process? How do we uncomplicate eating and find what feels good to us, weeding through the trends and the fads to learn legitimate practices to eat well and live well and bring joy back into food without all of the noise in the nutrition world? I want to share four areas, four foundations of uncomplicated eating, four areas to focus on, to move through, to remove the stress and the confusion around eating and discover your beautiful balance. Because we can take in that expert information as just that, as information with curiosity and apply it to our lives. But if we're not actually tuning into our bodies and listening to how we're responding, then we'll continue to follow it blindly and never really truly find our balance, what feels good long term. So let's dig into the four foundations of uncomplicated eating. Foundation number one is to make food an ally. So many of us go through our lives feeling like food is the enemy. We blame food for making us gain weight. We blame food for making us feel bad. We blame food for being there and us feeling out of control around it. I know I felt that way before in my past dieting days. But food doesn't need to be the enemy. It shouldn't be the enemy. Food is a source of nourishment and pleasure and fuel for our bodies. But it's also a source of connection with other people and with ourselves. So food can be an ally to helping us live our healthiest, happiest lives. But we need to allow it to be. So how do we do this? Well, we start by ditching the diet mindset. This all or nothing, black or white mindset that we should or shouldn't eat a certain way. When we let go of the idea that there's one perfect way to eat or there's some way out there that we just haven't found yet that is going to be the way to eat, when we let go of that, when we let go of experts being the expert and allowing ourselves to be the expert of our body and just using that as information, then we can really truly start to allow ourselves the permission to eat all types of food without guilt without shame. And when we do that, we can start to find what really truly feels good. And we can honor those different roles that food plays in our lives. Sometimes food is just for fuel. Sometimes we're really hungry and we just need to eat something in order to get our energy back up. Food is also nourishment. It provides macronutrients and micronutrients like vitamins and minerals so that we can show up well in the world and so we can thrive. But it also serves as pleasure and joy. We are allowed to enjoy our food. Food can be an ally in all of these ways. So in order to do do this, we need to work on breaking up with our food rules, those rules we've placed around foods, those good and bad lists, those should and shouldn't lists, and then start to begin to honor our body's wisdom. 
our hunger, eating when we're hungry, which makes it much easier to stop eating when we're full, as well as our satisfaction. What is really truly satisfying to us and what really truly sounds good to us and will sustain us both physically and mentally for a period of time rather than constantly searching for the food that is going to quench our craving while never allowing ourselves what we're really truly craving, that phantom food syndrome. So foundation number one is about working through these steps to make food an ally instead of an enemy. Foundation number two is to cultivate trust. Now, if you are listening to all of these ways to make food an ally, and you're feeling a little bit of a pushback against this, feeling as though there's no way I could really truly honor my hunger. There's no way I could eat foods that are satisfying. I'll eat too much then what is the most important thing for you to work on is cultivating trust. It's the learning to trust that your body has your back. Your body, she wants to be well. She inherently wants to feel good and to be well. So that is why we have this incredible inner wisdom, these hunger and fullness cues. We have preferences. We have certain foods that make us feel more satisfied than others. It's why certain meals are more appealing and more satisfying to us than someone else. We're all uniquely different. We have this individuality. And learning that and beginning to trust that our bodies will give us these cues if we'll only listen is a really, really powerful step in making food an ally and uncomplicating eating because we're listening to ourselves and we're trusting that our body knows what to do. But it's a practice. It takes time. It's a learning curve to learn how to trust our bodies and allow our bodies to be the guide, allow our bodies to be the expert. If there is one thing I've learned over nearly a decade of working in the health and wellness world, it's that eating has become way too complicated. Something that was once a source of nourishment, fuel, and connection has become a source of confusion, debate, and stress. But I'm here to tell you that eating and eating well doesn't have to be complicated. Eating can be joy-filled, nourishing, and stress-free. But first, we need to turn down the noise in the nutrition world, weed through the trends, and eliminate the rules so we can find what feels good, embrace our individuality, and bring joy back into the eating process to uncomplicate eating once and for all. So how do we make that happen? I want you to join me in my free, stress-free eating seminar, where I'll share with you what I consider the four foundations to uncomplicate eating and find your beautiful balance. It's happening live on Monday, March 30th at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free to sign up for free. That's HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free. I can't wait to see you there and take the stress out of eating. This also includes getting in touch and in tune with our emotions and not using food as a crutch. So rather than turning to food as our solution when we're feeling overwhelmed or anxious or stressed or sad or bored, we learn to separate those emotions from eating and tackle them head on. And we learn how to find positive coping mechanisms in order to deal with those emotions in a positive 
way outside of eating because it's really hard to trust our bodies to give us these cues when we're also relying on our eating to be our only source of comfort. So that's foundation number two, cultivating trust in your body. Foundation number three builds on this, and it's accepting and respecting your body's unique needs. It's learning the difference between body acceptance and body love. We can learn and grow to love our bodies, but we do not just wake up one morning and all of a sudden love our bodies. If, we, if we've spent years and years battling our bodies, whether it's the way they look, the weight on the scale, the size of our genes, if we've been battling our bodies, it is not as easy as just saying, I'm going to love my body. We can start there. We can start practicing that. But really, truly believing it takes time. It takes practice. And it starts with accepting our here and now body. And when we can accept our body in the here and now, exactly how she is today, without trying to change her, then we can create positive daily wellness practices to respect and honor our body, to trust our body, to tune in to our body's needs, and allow our bodies to come to the place where it's natural for her. And then we can start building on that love and appreciation for our bodies and what our body does for us. But it comes with recognizing our body's individuality. We were not meant to look the same. We were not meant to feel the same, you know, in terms of what feels good for us in terms of movement, what feels good for us in terms of sleep, what feels good for us in terms of of mood, in terms of food. We are all incredibly different bio-individual human beings and when we learn to accept our bodies and respect them as they are, we can start to create these positive practices to nourish ourselves, body, mind, and soul without just constantly trying to change our bodies or force our bodies into a size or a shape or an eating style that doesn't necessarily work for our bodies. It's leaning in to our bodies and honoring the bodies we have now and choosing self-care over self-control. Foundation number four is to simplify nutrition with rule-free practices to support wellness. If number one is making food an ally, number four builds on this. After we've learned to cultivate trust and learned that our body has our back, our body is not out to get us, our body is out to serve us, and we want to honor our body back in that way. And we're accepting and respecting that our bodies are unique. We can, and we've stripped away those rules too, we can really start to honor our bodies with food. By redefining health and wellness, for us. We can start to tune in and apply different things that we want to that might really feel good in our body when it comes to nutrition. Doing things like adding more vegetables, adding in more greens, you know, things that we know are nourishing and great, but how much is, you know, and what way that we prepare the food, all of these things are going to be different and individual to each one of us. So by redefining health and wellness for us and honoring that our bodies are different 
and what our view of health and wellness is and what feels good in our body is going to be different than other people, we can start to apply these things with an open mind, with curiosity instead of judging ourselves when things don't work. We can let go of the things that don't work and keep the things that do and make food decisions based on what we value, on how we want to show up in the world, how we want to feel and how we really truly want to live. Because if the way you're eating is holding you back from experiencing the life you want to live, it's not going to be sustainable. It's also about getting back to the basics. It's about, like I keep saying, tuning out that noise of all of the experts that feel so overwhelming and getting back to the basics, eating more real foods. But in order to do this, we need to get rid of the rules first. We need to make food an ally. We need to know how to honor our bodies. So when we make changes like this, we're doing it from a place of self-love and self-care rather than trying to control our bodies or force our bodies to eat clean, so to speak. We're doing it from a place of positivity, a place of addition, not subtraction, and care rather than punishment. This also means we can start to develop daily and weekly routines and rituals to make eating well and living well easy and really truly feel natural. So friend, if these resonate with you, which I hope they do, and you want to dig in deeper with me, I want you to join me in my free online stress-free eating seminar on Monday, March 30th at 3 o'clock Eastern. It's 100% free and it'll, it'll take you into a deep dive of all four of these foundations I just went over. Everything I shared with you today, but just a little bit deeper to really truly give you some tangible tools to take these foundations and move forward in taking the stress and the confusion out of eating so you can uncomplicate eating once and for all. This is for anyone who has ever felt like eating is too complicated, has struggled with on-again, off-again dieting, restricting, cleansing, who has fought with food or fought with their bodies, or who's tried everything under the sun to get healthy but nothing really sticks and it kind of feels harder every time, or someone who just wants to ditch the confusion and the stress around eating and make eating easy again. We were born to eat. We were born to eat for nourishment. We were born to eat for fuel. We were born to eat for pleasure. And when we embrace uncomplicated eating, we can find that self again and really truly begin to enjoy food stress-free. So head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free to sign up for free. That's HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.